I want you to keep talking. You want us to keep talking? Well, yeah, you're you're like, live now. Yes, I wanted live. you to keep talking. That's so, what I said. Tell the people about your process to change using your Hey, birthday. y'all. This is the pre-show for Dear Christian Black Girl. What's up, girl? The pre-show moments are definitely live and candid. But yeah. now that I know that they are live, I'm like, do you want to rec- Are we? T- are we? T- do we in? Like, it's like double dutch. We in here. We in here. But, but literally, right before I press go live, I literally say, I'm about to press live. I but know, keep but talking. We don't see the live, the red. But keep, that's why I tell you to keep talking. Not the fact that I don't celebrate my birthday, but it's an outward celebration, if that makes sense. So, like, Jerry came before when my husband, we had a game night, my family came down. Uh, Jerry was at the house. Remember, we had the oh, game yeah, night, yeah. That's right. and on the like that was a surprise. So that was over the top for me. Like my emotions was like on five thousand because my family surprised me. But typically, when my birthday comes up, this is me on the outside. But on the inside, I'm like, can we just go on and move this along? Like, come on. But why is that though? I well, I know why now, but at the time, I didn't know. But this year, I was just like, you know what? I am going to unapologetically celebrate myself for the month. It doesn't mean that I need to get anything. I need to buy anything. I need to go anywhere. I'm just going to be intentional about saying, girl, this is your birthday month. Let's get it. You know what I mean? Like, And so that's what this year has brought. But I, I knew that I was not celebrating my birthday as the Lord showed me. It's because I was afraid of my future. Mm-hmm. I really didn't think that it held anything. Like I, I just kind of figured gonna be the same stuff different day you know what i mean we're gonna wake up pay bills take care of these kids not same stuff different day but that's what my life was looking like yeah yeah i I can understand that though yeah that's what you thought too understandable yeah because i mean you you kind of see the pray you you kind of praise for the word like you praise for the word and then you praise for the word again and then you keep praising for the word and the word it's just continuing to be a praise. So it's like, oh, okay. But the funny wow. thing is, I didn't even pray for my life, if that makes sense. I would pray for the manifestation of God in other people's lives and my husband and my children, even in my marriage, but not individually me, right? Like if I prayed for me, it was a part of a, another whole. So I prayed for me for dear Christian Black girl. I prayed for me for my marriage as a mother, as you know, God, you want me to publish this book? You want me like in those instances, but just for me, nah, fam, I didn't do that because it seemed selfish. And when you think that praying for yourself or celebrating yourself is selfish, I have to tell you, you are going to live a defeated life. Ask me how I know. Absolutely. That's all I got to say. <clears throat> live Absolutely. Because sometimes, and there is nothing wrong with playing, praying for other people. Y'all know. So it, for y'all that, that are looking at this or watching this, like we, all three of us are intercessors. So we be praying. So it is what it is, right? But when it comes to ourselves, I, I can see how that can be like, oh, I don't want to be selfish. But but you're not being selfish because if you don't pray for you and if you don't get filled up, like you can't pour out something that you don't got, right? Yeah, that is true. But we try. I mean, well, mm, you can't. You should not. You should not. You should not. Yeah. Um, you can, but I don't recommend it because you're pl- you, you'll be praying from a deficient place. And when we're deficient, we can't really hear God clearly. 
when we're deficient, like when there's a deficiency, where, you can't yeah. you can't really hear God clearly. So when you're trying to pour out um, from a deficient place, that's not going to work. This is why we pause cash of cares because I didn't have it. <laughs> Let me tap me in, Coach. Let me tell you that <laughs> makes so much sense because yesterday, y'all know what I do for business, right? Yeah. And so um, yesterday, I had an experience with a woman who called called me, and um, she was like crying. Y'all, y'all keep noticing the pattern of hysteria, right? You got a lot of crying clients. Well, all of the hysteria yeah. is coming down to this. Somebody made you so tired, right? They wore you down, right? This is literally mm -hmm. what's happening. People are wearing them down to the point they say, okay. And when you mm -hmm. talk about praying from a deficient place, we have become so worn down. It could just be from the working of things. It could be because we were in warfare, right? Partnering with Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. But if mm -hmm. we don't know how to step back and assess a situation, we are always going to get pummeled by the enemy. We won't lose, but we will get pummeled. We will get beat up though. We like can for get real. beat up. We won't lose, but we can get beat up and he can come in and steal the spoils, right? He can come in and steal things from us when we're deficient and we're depleted and we're defeated. And so when you talk about that, right, when you talk about that place of like just being deficient and don't pour out, don't pour out. Because when we begin to pour out, when we're deficient, we're pouring out of ourselves, not of the Holy Ghost. Because right. when, when we are tired physically and God is still saying, get him. Go, go. That is the wind of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Most High God that is propelling us supernaturally to keep going. But when God is like, sit down and you like, but they need me. Now you become, you've made yourself a God with mm -hmm. a lowercase g. So just be careful. I know yeah, that's not even the topic. That part absolutely. is very important because yeah. he's telling you to rest. That's where he's rejuvenating, refueling. It's just like a boxer. It, it, every now and then he got to go to the side to get bandaged up to get water, to get encouraged, like right. a lot of things that yeah, go yeah, on yeah. in this corner while he's sitting there and then he got to come back out and continue to fight. So that rest part is necessary in two parts so that you Absolutely. can be able to be, you know, recharged in the fight, but also to teach you what rest looks like. So when you come into your rest season, you not still sitting there Trying to like, figure it out. Yeah. Damn, who are you fighting? You like, like, what is you doing, child? What are you doing? I just want you to, yeah. I just want you to sit there. I just want and you to lay there. Thing, you got, you know, yeah. What's at the bell? And you, <laughs> and right? Like, and God was like, no, that was not I'm for you. you to come <laughs> eat. Sit down. Yeah, right. That was the dinner bell. Like, yeah, right. Like, quit. You so like, like. Like you got PTSD, you know what I'm saying? And you kind of like for real, but yeah. we gonna hold that thought because you ain't finna just <laughs> just. I want you to hold that thought in your head the, for like the, three the minutes. The pre-show is a mix of yes. like we have seven different topics happening in one conversation. Yeah. And this right. is this is literally welcome, how our conversations go for real. To, we have like ten different conversations at one time. We be like, yeah, but then on another note, and on another note, and on another note, like it just be a whole thing.
What's up, y'all? It is your girl, Jerry Alicia. I am one of your hosts of the international podcast, Dear Christian Black Girl. And y'all already know I am with my two sisters. Y'all, we not like blood related, but we are blood related, if you oh, get what I'm saying. We are really blood related. Uh, like we are, <laughs> but we aren't. So we don't got the same same physical parents, but our spiritual daddy is all the same. So yeah, and y'all can't tell us we not sisters. We don't care what you say. We, we don't matter. Care. It doesn't matter. Um, but I am your girl, Jerry Alicia, and I have my lovely co-host, Takesha Morris hey and guys, Tiffany Dillard. What's up, y'all? How was y'all week? Ciao. <laughs> this week, listen. Oh, yeah, because you traveled this week. This has been an extremely fulfilling week. We moved the kid back into college for his third year of university. Um, so that was really exciting. We got to move him in, did a current turnaround. We were literally pulling back up to our apartment 24 hours after we had pulled off. So literally it was a full 24 hour trip of getting the kid moved in and getting back home. And then yesterday we did it all over again and helped to move my niece into her new dorm. Um, she is a freshman in college and I am so freaking proud of her. And so, yes, this week has been packed so far, but so rewarding to see to see prayers manifested and to yeah. see the hand of God this week. It has been amazing. What about you, Tiff? What's been on what your week? What about you, Tiff? How has your week been? Mm, I digress. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I will. No, 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 no. What you're not finna do is sing this podcast. Oh, sing it for me, Tiff. And Don't do it. Oh gosh. That is within me. Bless his holy name. One more time, one more time for the people. Okay, I can get with Tim singing. Long to Keisha don't All I gotta do is start it. That's it. <laughs> oh my soul. And I that is within me bless his holy name i bless you god because no matter what Thank our you, weeks look like no matter what comes our way no matter what is said no matter what is done we will bless you at all times god you are the beginning and you are our end yes, you lord. are our middle you are our yes, start lord. you are our everything so thank god you, thank you no matter if this week turned out to be what we thought it was going to be or it's shaped up to be totally opposite god we will bless you we bless you because you are a good good father we yes, bless father. you because your hand is still on our lives we bless you because you are still perfecting everything about us we bless you because you love us beyond anything that we could ever hope or think yes, we bless lord. you because you are still making crooked places straight you are still giving us water in the wilderness your hand is still on us and for that god we bless you we bless you because jesus still sits on your right hand because your word is still true we bless you god because you will never fail you will never leave us you would never forsake us we yes, bless lord. you because we still abide in the secret place we bless you because Thank your you, love for us is sure and it never ever ever fades 
It is never compromised. It is never broken. There is nothing that can snatch us out of your hands. So for that, we bless you. We bless you, Lord. Your Holy Spirit is ever present, teaching us and guiding us on which way to go and only speaking what you say, Father. And so we bless you for that. We bless you for this day, God, because your victory banner still waves over us. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father. The victory banner still waves over us. And for that, thank you, Lord. God, we submit ourselves right here and right now to you. And we just open our mouths and say that we will bless you at all times. And your praises will continually be in our mouths. God, we lift up our hearts and our hands to you. And we say, God, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Though it may feel like we took more punches than we gave this week, we are still victorious. We are still worshiping from seated places in righteousness. So we thank you for that today, God. And we bless you. We magnify you. I thank you for giving my sister a song this morning. I thank you, God, that no matter what comes, that she will belt it out unto you, God, and know that you are her strength and you are her song. And she Hallelujah. Is thank it. you, Father. I thank you for my sisters this morning that are on the show with me and those that will be watching across the world today or five years from now. I thank you, God, that you will continue to sing over them. I thank you for the song that is raising up out of their bellies even now, that where they thought they was down, God, a song will come up. So I thank you for victory this morning. God, we will bless you at all times. We love you and we honor thank you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. If that is your weapon. Ask me the question again, dear. That's your weapon. What is that? The oh, I literally forgot the question. <laughs> How was your week? Listen, you know I got 500 tabs open in my mind at one time, child. You gotta gotta give me a minute to go through all the tabs to see what I said. Okay. So I can't say I have to. I can't digress because I had encounters this week, and well, I say I'm seeing a prayer request being, you know, answered. Um, about people being positioned and revealing yeah. true the true people yeah. um, in our lives. So um, God has been teaching me about rest. So I'm that one that, you know, he's like, okay, you know, I'm about to bring you into a season of rest and I need you to learn how to rest. So periodically he'll give me like, you know, well, fold these clothes. Uh, you may need to vacuum, do that. Okay, but that's all you do, water your grass and then just rest. And so that's what I've been learning to do is rest because of the next season that I'm coming into within a transition. So okay. the other like day, it. you know, you know, I I listen to the, the soaking worship music like all day long, all day, all night. Can I and just so, tell you before you proceed that when I be what? calling you and you pick up and I hear the music, I'm like, what is that music? Like, it throws me off every single time. And then I have to remember who I called. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm what is that playing uh, in the background? Pause. I'm like, what is that? And I just tell Tiffany that? Remember who you called. Huh? When you okay. feel like you need to digress. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Remember who you called. You don't ever have to digress. But I will in this moment. I'm a, I, y'all, y'all continue the conversation. I just have to, I have to digress in this moment. I have to. Just. Do you have to, or are you I choosing have to. to? Okay, because I, 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 so I have to ask with you. So I just wanted in. to know which one it is. Because sometimes you digress and you don't need to. So I just need to know where we are. 
I don't know where we are. So y'all keep talking. That's all I'm saying. Continue the show. What's Let, happening with this episode, child? This episode, y'all, this episode gonna be different. That's all I got to say. I don't know what's going on. Let me tell happen. you something, okay? So we listen, okay. They keep going. Just no, no, no. You can't do that. I can't. I can't, just, I can't. just go ahead and finish your sentence because you you started no, it. No, this is not the show. It's not the show. It's not the show. It's not. So this is number one. This is our show, show and God's show. So if God wants to just come and wreck it, He can always do that. So, yeah. what we were not- you going to say to Keisha? We gotta look up. The Bible is clear, right? Look to the hills where our help comes from. Our help comes from the Lord. And I, and I say that because not just specifically for you, Tiffany, but specifically for you, Tiffany, and you, Keisha, and you, Jerry, and every other woman who is in the thick of transition, in the thick of process, in the thick of change, right? Even if it was uh, the thick of it and all you did was make a declaration out of your mouth that I want to be different. What we have mm-hmm. to understand is that that change is not going to come without some fight. And not just an external fight, but also an internal Inter- fight, yeah. right? Because our brains keep telling us, no, girl, this is how we always did it. We always hold. We always back down. We always see the poor or we always see the bad in a situation. No, what are you, why are you trying to look up? And there's going to be an internal. Let's just talk first internal, right? We ain't even dealing with the outside because many people think that they are in a spiritual battle and you are, but it's between you and you. It ain't got nothing to do with nothing externally. Mm-hmm. And so when we are walking through the process of change and transition and wanting to be better and stepping into who God has called us, the first battle is going to be within. Mm-hmm. And the first Absolutely. battle is going to start in your mind. And so what we have to begin to tell ourselves is this. I have to remember who I called. I have to remember when I confess this thing out of my mouth that I wanted to be better. I said, Lord, help me. I called on the Lord. So I have to understand that what God sees as better and what I think is better are two different things. Mm-hmm. My better may be, oh, I want to get up at 6 a.m. and pray. God's better is I just need you on your face. I don't need you to say anything. And that transition, like Tiffany said, of resting it's very different from people who are used to going. Can I pause you right there? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you know that that happens to me? And it is the hardest thing in the whole wide world in that moment. It is very like, hard. Because I feel like, I, feel like I need to say something. Like, but yeah. that, that part I feel like, has to come so yeah. careful with our words. The Bible even tells us, right? Be careful with your words when you come in the presence of God. Don't be like the heathens. Like their reward is on a street corner. We ain't yeah. old. Like, let's keep it real. Our ain't no reward for us on no street corner. And so as we are coming wait, into wait, the wait, understanding. Wait, 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 Did you huh? just say we ain't hoes? I'm so sorry. <laughs> we, we ain't. We ain't spiritual prostitutes. We are not spiritual <laughs> prostitutes. Okay? No, no, no. I like what you said. Or natural. I just said catch oh, yeah. it until like five seconds later. Then I'm not like, you, let me, let me, or let natural. Let me process <laughs> We ain't hold spiritually or naturally. So nothing on the corner for us, right? Ain't no reward on the corner for us. But as women of the most high God, that what we have to do when we're going through this process is that internally, we really have to get, stop it, Jerry. We really have to get our minds right because the, the war is in our mind because our mind has set up. Like I told you, I have been studying about the brain. I haven't picked it up in a while because well, well, I mean, right? I just feel like you already got your PhD. You in the bag anyway. Possibly, so. but you got to keep learning, right? Yeah. But our brain literally forms tangible 
uh, cells when when things happen to us, like when people be like, get over. And it's like, yeah, I can. It's it's there. Like it is really a tangible part of your brain. And so now we have to deconstruct what we've constructed in ignorance. And that's not saying like you were ignorant, but you could have been ignorant in a situation. We have to deconstruct what happened when we were in our flight or fight or fight moments. We have to deconstruct the lies that we were told, whether it was passed down through generations or lies told to us by the enemy. We have to deconstruct the lies that we told about ourselves. So when we are moving through this place of process, it is very easy to see our circumstances from a defeated mindset because that's where we were, right? Or we can see our circumstances from a go, go, go mindset because that's where we were. And so as we are moving forward and process and transition, the first thing that we need to really pray for is, Lord, heal my mind. Heal my mind so that when situations come up, I see through your eyesight. Heal my mind so when situations come up, I hear with your ears. Heal my mindset so when situations come up, I, I see it with from your heart. I see it from your perspective, not from the place where I've been. Because if we keep looking at our, our, our situations and the process from where we've been, we're always going to be where we've been. And then five years from now, we're like, how? why am I still here? Because you never, you never started the process in your mind. You may have started working out, but you eating habits is still poor. Yes, you go to the gym seven days a week, but your eating habits are still poor. Why? Your mind. Right? You may start praying every single day, but you don't see any victory in your life. Why? Because you only praying. You never stop to say, Lord, heal my mind so that I don't doubt. Because the Bible tells us, right? The Lord says, you can't get anything from me when you doubt. Like mm-hmm. you, you double-minded. Like, do I, do I, do? like you can't get anything. And so as we begin talking about the process of change, the first thing we need to change and process is, Lord, process my mind first. Mm-hmm. Every, everything else will flow from, you know, a, a healed mind. Heal my mind and process my mind. And so I, I just feel that so strongly that as we are moving through process, we have to, even, even if the process is good, right? Even if it's God taking us from one level of glory to the next, which he always does, but it doesn't have to be a bad season, right? It doesn't mean like, oh gosh, this season was so hard. God pulling me up. You could be on the on the tail end of a miraculous season where everything was high. But if God is taking you higher, this faith ain't gonna work. And you're going to get up here and you're going to be trying to figure out why the why the these weapons here or why this praise here doesn't work. It won't work because it's higher. It's higher. And so heal my mind so that I don't stay here. I still remember. Right. Like the children of Israel, they always set up a pillar, a, a, a well, something. We remember you and what you did here. I'll set up a pillar here. But I need you to teach me how to get here. And I need you to teach me how to sustain here and how to keep growing. So when you take me from here, I'm just leaping. I'm leaping. So the process and the mind, the process. That's actually been one of my prayers, though, yeah. uh, as I've been praying lately. I've been I've been telling God or asking. Let me. How do I say this? I have been petitioning. That's what the Lord, the Bible says, make your... Yeah, but that's not, I, I know that word, that's not the word I'm looking for. So first of all, I have been telling God that I honor him with my obedience. Mm. Um, yeah. So like in prayer one day, that's just what, what Holy Spirit had to come out of my mouth. I was like, God, I honor you with my obedience. I I honor you with my faith, you know, because we, t- we talk about um, loving God. We talk about, you know, uh, fearing God, but we don't talk about the honor part a lot, right? Just, just generally in the body of Christ. Cause so I was like, God, I honor you with my obedience. Like I trust you enough 
I love you enough. I respect you enough that I'm going to be obedient to what you say, because that's what honor is. When you honor somebody, you have a high respect for them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when, when we're, when we're willfully disobedient, that's, that's disrespect, literally disrespectful because it's like, God, God's like, come on, y'all. Like, like, what are we doing? I, I have been faithful. I have told you what's going to happen. I have told you how to get to the next level. And still, you're right here. So listen, and, Jerry, I'm going to pause you right there for one second. Do okay. you know the definition of willfully? When you said willfully disobedient, and we we think that to be cute, right? You know, but like, I know I've been disobedient. No, we hear it all the time. I know yeah. God told me this, but I've been disobedient. This is what the word willfully, the definition it Did you just pull that up? I had to, you know, will with the intention really <laughs> with the intention of causing harm deliberately, with a stubborn and determined intention to do as one wants, regardless of the consequences. Jesus. So go on and be well, that's a, I don't care. Yeah. I don't you know care what that is. That, you know what? That's where the God knows my heart comes from. But that's how you also cross over to be reprobate. I just. Exactly. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but that willfully just was like, you need so, to know. So, yeah. It. So, I've been praying um, and I've been telling God that I want to honor him with my obedience. I want to respect God enough. I want to love God enough. I want to you know, do all of that and honor him with my, my obedience. And we're not saying that being obedient to God is easy because sometimes God will ask you to do something. You be like, Ooh, we make it hard. <laughs> we do make it hard because, you know, Proverbs tells us to not lean on our own understanding. That's why that verse is there. But, you know, we're human, we're intelligent and we're all these things. And so we're like, no, I know how to do this. No, sis, you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. That that that's why because if we knew how to do it, like for real, for real, if we, we understood how to. how to do it, we would have done it already. We wouldn't be in the place of crying out to God about the same thing over and over. We can't have over a need for God if exactly. we knew we wouldn't have a need. If if God wanted us to know how to do everything concerning our lives. We, we'd be on his level and we are not. I know y'all like the word God is, but you are not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep the show running. Keep the show running. I don't even know where that word comes from because it's not, it's not nowhere. I mean, I don't understand how you can associate that with God because, yeah, we're going to talk about it because I, I I can't go. What, the word God is with God? Yeah, because my thing is I don't know how you can associate that because there's no, that, that, word is nowhere in those 66 books it, and the word god is, is not in the bible but i think what they did was they pervert they perverted genesis 127 but no not even that it's perverted because there are false gods right yeah that have all these different goddesses that people worship right from greek you know like there were all these different we gods. Get on this? hold okay. on first of all how can you sit here and want to stand as a goddess, but then when somebody asks you, "Are you a daughter of the Most High God?" You, 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 I, I, I don't know. Because so the mind, goddess, and you can't even be a daughter or a son. The mind is. Listen, didn't we just talk about that? There's my beautiful niece Jada. Hi, Beta. Y'all say hi to my niece. Hi, Jada. Hey. Hi, Jada. Listen, 
because the mind is perverted. If you, if all we have to do is go back, Lord, I pray, I pray that the spirit of delusion and deception be destroyed off of your people. We have to understand that the enemy doesn't have any new tricks. It is the reason. What what, what did the Bible say? Was it a third of the angels that that was shot down? He was able to convince a third of them that you are a God in your own right, B. Like, baby, we could do this. Like, we've been doing it. He was able to convince them. And the, the tactics of the enemy is still the same. He can't get to the angels now that are in heaven because they, they ride or die. Like, and they ain't dying. They just riding and killing, right? So he we have to understand that because he cannot... He does not have that kind of access to get to the angels anymore. He tries to get to us to pervert us. Like, you know, you Mm -hmm. are God. God made made in his image. You were made in his image. You can do what he does. You can say, like, that's why it becomes perverted. And people want to call themselves gods and goddesses. You are not. It's the enemy playing tricks on your head. Like, you know what I'm saying? What the, mm-hmm. I ain't going to say it. My niece said it. My niece posted the other day. Am I old enough to say back in the day? And I said, don't do it. Cause I keep saying what the kid, the, like the kids say. And then I'm, I'm feeling old, but like the kids say, Satan is playing in your face, yo. Like he's playing in your face and you, Literally. you, just, you just running around. Ah, she's a goddess. He's a God girl. Bye. That's why when people be like, Hey queen, Hey, that you, you come. I in the hate energy. that with a passion. Because Don't, there's, there's bruh. like you, because they come in with some ancestral mumbo jumbo. Keep the show going. That nobody really, t- but that you don't know I anything no about at, at the no. time. But yeah, we we gotta we we gotta. This, do and so it's goddess, it's diva, and it's the whole king and queen thing. I'm just like, don't don't call me none of that. Like just just leave hey, me out of that conversation. Your mother. Not your mother. Wait for me. How do we get there? Wait for me. I don't like it. It makes me cringe every time. I just be like. <laughs> Like, no, <laughs> what thing. is that? Because like, it's so weird to me. It's it is. So it, I, I absolutely agree. It is absolutely weird from certain people because it is coming from a demonic place and they don't realize a, a um, alternate, alternate religion, all that stuff. Now, some mm-hmm. people they really just be like, okay, queen, that's just like their personality. But then, some like, I gotta know you for you to call me queen and me to accept it. I have to know you and I have to know your relationship with God. I, just I need to know. See, like, Where's that coming from? Yeah, like, I call my cousin. I call one of my cousins, her name is Quinces, but I call her queen. And yeah. I call her queen because of identity and self-esteem. Because That's sometimes, you know, yeah, you know, we yeah. have to, you're mine. But when you in this whole Egyptology, all of that type stuff. And, 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 and cut it, cut yeah, it. You're doing the most. And that be what, like, you don't even... But did y'all hear, right? Let's let's go here for one quick second with that whole thing. I was reading some information about the whole Alabama situation and how they were actually... That situation vexed me, but not why it vexed everybody else. But I was reading something that said that there was like a Trump rally happening. There was a back to school situation happening, but there was also some ancestral march to the water. Did y'all read about that? That there so was Trump came two days prior. Okay. And then they had like the 
I think the back to school thing. So it was like, it was days of events. Days of events leading yeah. up to this brawl. But I read something that said that there were some, there was like a group of black people. I don't know. I have to finish reading about it, but there was like some ancestral march to the water where they were like paying homage to the ancestors. I'm not, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It was a whole lot in the spirit happening in that area. That's all. So when people oh, be yeah, like, that, the, me, the whole chair situation about, itself vexed me. Different. I don't want no part. It, it, it vexed me. I don't want no part. I didn't. I, I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah. And I was saying that just because of the whole king and queen. That's what they talk about. I don't want no part. But you know Walmart rolled no back their chairs, right? I know they did. A lot of people they did. Back no, the, for real. They rolled back like, the chairs. I scrolled on social because I didn't know what was going on. So they I scrolled did. on social media the day after, and all I see is chairs on my timeline. I'm like, "What the heck is happening?" I and didn't so know. The, my husband sent so, me a video, but I do not like fights. I don't, I don't like fighting videos. So I would at watch all. it. He was like, "No, that you need to see what happened. You need to see what went down." And I'm like, "But then I started watching it, and I could not stop laughing. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I just, I was like." This is a mess around and find out kind of moment because when you it see was. the videos from the beginning, you see the captain or whatever talking to them like you see he's like, "Yo, you need to move this boat. We we've been out here for forty five minutes. We you in our spot." And the other guy is talking to him, and then this kid comes out of nowhere, swinging, punching, fighting, and I'm like, and then when that hat went up in the air, I'm not gonna lie, I was just like, "Was that the bat call? Was that?" What happened? What was that that was that call? was you know what? Forget this. I'm gonna be fired. I'm all in. And then the ladies jumped in, and and it was just like a whole thing. And then you see the kids swimming, and the people cut. Like it was just, it was just like I didn't know if this was a new episode of Avengers. I wasn't sure what was happening, but it was hilarious to me. But each time I would laugh, I would be like, "Lord, help me to judge righteously." Right? So ridiculous. Wait a minute! Not you cracking up and then like, Lord help me. Because, because I was too, because I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't know where I needed to be on this. Because in a sense of a way, I can, I can understand the whole rising of it. Right. You know, I can understand right. the whole rising of it because I mean, we have to be real. You know, saved or unsaved, that's still a thing that we're all dealing with. So yeah, I can yeah. understand the rising of it. But then I saw the video with our hood commentary person, and that was like, you know, I got the boom, bap, 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 yeah, you know, I got all, and I'm just like, <laughs> and that's why I did. It. So I, I haven't watched the video, and I'm not going to watch it. Number one, I understand why there was a fight, right? We can all understand, like, you fought. I understand why. There was an attack. That, yeah, I, that yeah, guy absolutely. was attacked. That he was, he was, attacked. he was. Yeah, absolutely. Because when you watch the press conference with the chief of police, they show the video. They show like from the beginning of, you know, how the the second captain, I think, had to take another boat to get to the dock to say they kept putting out like um they said they kept broadcasting it over a PA. Like if this is your water vessel, you need to come and move it. And it had been like 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. Now they're getting ready to have this boat towed. Like all right, you yeah. got to go. And that's when the people came back. So it was a whole thing. And and part of me was like, get them. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I think that in this world and listen, anybody who is watching this broadcast, yes, we are talking about the process of change. And this is 
No, uh, let's just be honest. We're talking about a whole lot of stuff today. We're talking so, about yeah. a whole that's the yeah. title. Let me say this. That's the title. <laughs> the title is the process of change, but, but the conversation the is, is going yeah, from when, left when right. When I saw right. the situation. That was, a, that was a changing moment. It was like, a changing really, moment because here's the thing. I think that some <sighs> people, whether you white, black, Indian, Asian, there are some people who are so entitled. Right. Absolutely. And in our country, let's just keep it real. Uh, the white race has been so entitled. And I'm. this does not mean that all white people are entitled. All white. Not this is people. not a blanket statement at all. I'm just saying. Based on, on, and this is not a we woke. And no, we just having a conversation. I'm going to come close to my microphone when I say this. We no. are not woke, okay? We not over not here. in the sense that, that not culturally. Let me say that. We are not culturally woke to we're the fact that we're like, oh yeah, black power. Yeah, yeah, no, we're not. We're not talking about that. Okay, I just, I just needed to let y'all know that that's. We are just having conversations. We're just having conversations. That is it. And and we have to understand that the country that we live here in these great United States, right? The Bible tells us to pray for those in leadership, right? So that it would be well right. for us, right? So right. that's what we do. We pray for our great country, but we also know that this country was built on the backs of slaves. And mm -hmm. ever since then, it has been perpetuated that black and brown people are less than, especially mm -hmm. black people are less than, right? So when you have uh, liquor, right? Because um, if they they look like they ha may have been on the boat drinking, I think it was I don't a riverboat, and, and they begin lit on the riverboat. They begin. Either they on. are they they have these people had their own boat. They had their, their own, own vessel. Boat. They oh, were either yeah, they on the riverboat. Real lit they had their own vessel, and so when you're high on drugs, I'm not. This is allegedly drugs alcohol or on the life that you were allowed to live and you have this elitist mindset, you are likely to cause chaos in situations because there was never a consequence for you. So when I saw the uprising, I was like, get them. Like every part of the hood girl in me was like, baby, I don't know. I don't know where I would have been in a situation because I would have been like Lego, right? Because it, you get to a point where enough is enough. Yeah, you right? get tired. You get to a point where you say, listen, I if I got to take this L and I have to sit in jail and I'm not saying, listen, jail and hell ain't for me. Let me get close. I just Neither one of them. Right? Neither I'm one of them not is for doing me. It. But there comes a time where we keep looking to the government as a people to say, yo, enough. And then people come back and say, well, you got black on black crime bruh you are right and it is the reason why we are still active in our communities it is the reason why we have after school programs it is the reason why we are raising our children better in the house it is the reason why when our kids bring friends home from school we feed them and talk to them and love like it's the reason why we are still building community in our black community getting back to principles Right. And getting back to principles, we are still inviting our kids, friends to church. And when they get older, like, tell you know, tell Lil Ray Ray to come over. We are still do not let the media fool you into thinking that black people aren't still building community because we are. We do are. we have black on black crime? We absolutely do. But we got what white we on white crime. Into, we got Chinese on Chinese. We don't talk crime. about that. Right. We don't talk right. about that. But what we are trying to get people to understand is that you cannot keep perpetuating violence against the black community and acting like we are just overreacting. You don't get to keep coming in my face, talking sideways to me, and I have to be the cool, calm, and collected one. You can't keep expecting that from me because I'm going to pray for you. and But at the same time, I'm praying. I'm like, Lord, can I get a? 
Like, can I get a? Because some people, can I get a? And I know my Lord is going to be like, settle down, daughter. Yeah. But I'm going to ask. I, I don't know what about you, but I'm going to be like, can I get a? Can I get a? Because Look, some people, man, there are some people on. who only learn by a punch in the face. And I'm not, I'm not perpetuating <laughs> violence. I promise I am not. But you could tell in those clips, and we weren't there, but you can tell in those clips that the people just had enough. It was just like, yo, enough. Anytime and, you jump out of a moving boat and swim and swim to the enough dock to help is this man enough. on this dock. And and they would not every time them women were standing up, they was like a Karen, knock her down. Karen, knock, knock her, her down. down. And then Pop Pop came with the chair and just was just beating everybody. Just Listen, bam, bam. Just the one who was, was on the ground beat her. Beat her it was beat. like that lady said, I believe it was when um when um I forgot who had passed away, but it was a black lady and they had interviewed her and she was like, Y'all better be lucky. You know, she was talking about how America keeps moving, moving the needle, right? You keep moving the needle. You keep telling us to pull ourselves up by our bootstrap. But then when we get boots and straps, you come in and steal it. And she was like, you better be lucky that all um, all black people are asking for is a, a chance and not retaliation. You better mm -hmm. be lucky that black people are looking for revenge because it'll look very different. Because we've seen it in Haiti. Of America, that's how right? Haiti became what the nation that they are. That's what you, that, that's what I saw there, that it was just like enough. My niece said when we were talking about inviting that black people are still building communities, she says, yes, I don't like when people judge their kids' friends and say they can't come in. One dinner can change their whole perspective. Absolutely. 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 It's exposure. That's my exposure. main thing. Exposure. When you expose something, like you have to think about it, people are not going to know what they know if you don't allow them to be exposed. Absolutely. Now, yeah, you may have to bring somebody in and set boundaries within your home because you don't need somebody that's all over your home and you need to get to know them. But it's all about exposure. Yeah. Why is that your friend? Know that we can all sit around the table and eat dinner. See, even Seven and Titan got a, a take on it. Yeah. Like They want their it's friends exposure. to come over. They want their friends to come over. No, absolutely not. Because, listen... Listen, if smart. Seven had friends, she would all she would do is harass them all day because that's what she does to Titan. She he doesn't feel good and she just be harassing him, right? I'm just like, girl, leave that man alone, leave him alone. And that's what black people are saying. Leave black, like, stop, stop pumping drugs into our community, stop pumping guns into our community, stop funding these for profit prisons. Like you want us to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps, but when we do, you hold the funding, right? When it comes to banks and things like that, and you make a decision, oh no, you ain't got this, you that ain't got that, that, so you can't get it. That's why as, as a people, we when we pray as black women, this podcast is called Dear Christian Black Girl, not because we are excluding anybody, but because we can have candid conversations from our perspective on things. And so as women of the most high God, this is why we pray into the seven mountains as our co-pastor teaches us. This is why we pray into certain areas. Why? So that God can give us supernatural advantage in these areas. When the banks tell you no, hey, Trey Trey, my college freshman, when the Thanks tell you no, we can go back to our communities, not just black people, but our community of faith and be able to be funded to start businesses that God has told us so that we can go and send kids to college so we can go. And if a kid wants to go into the military, 
they have the backing and support of family, right? Be so we can do these things. And this is why we have to pray because when people get to their wit's end, right? We talked about that deficient place earlier in the broadcast. Mm -hmm. They were deficient. They were deficient in so many places because when you have been beaten down so much, like the only thing that some, you just going, you going to keep humbling yourself. And even when y'all saw that man, after they attacked him, he got up, he fell, he got up again and he was trying to walk away. And that woman came trying to push him and keep him Mary. in the thick of it. She came and he was trying to walk away. He was still trying to hold on to the little bit that he had, the little bit of, mm -hmm. I'm gonna humble myself because I know this won't end well for me legally because who's gonna be the aggressor here? This big black man hit this woman, then get out his face. You see what I'm saying? Like back up, give me 50 feet. And what I saw there was a, a people who were deficient on respect a people who were deficient on the fact that they were seen as people and you got exactly what you got because when people are deficient, they are going to be reactive. And these mm -hmm. people reacted. You poured it out, you got it back. And I'm not saying y'all, let me, my opinion on the matter is my own, but all I'm going to say is when you keep pushing, you're going to mess around and find out. That's it. I mean, yeah, it was, it was literally one of those situations. Um, and you know at this point it is what it is but i think it is true that uh and not just white people or not just you know black mm -hmm. people or whatever but uh people in general when, when somebody is tired and they feel like their back is against the wall that's dangerous for everybody else around them oh i don't fight no more i don't fight i think you do fight i think you got a secret fight in life or something because um, I, I don't fight well, but I know personally, for me, I'm coming out with my words and my hands. So you can get I believe one. You. Depending on who you are, I might can tear you down with my words to back you up, or I'm just going to come out with my hands. But I know that, you know, I have to be in a better place <laughs> in my mind. And that that's the thing. Like, what does that look like as women of God? What does that look like as men of God? I'm not saying that any of these people who participated in this fight, right, was not real children of the most high God whose life are honor God with their obedience, right? I don't know. I don't know who was there. I don't know who was a part of it. But when we think about it, right, when we are in the place where we are trying to change, we are trying to be better, we are trying to uplift ourselves, uplift, uplift our communities that we live in. What happens when we are praying and we are fasting? I know that God is moving. I'm not saying that like God is slow. But when you continually build and they burn, you build and they burn, you build and they burn. What do we do in those situations when we are trying to perpetuate change and moving the process forward and people keep coming in and saying, you don't deserve that. You don't deserve respect. You don't tell me because. Tiffany, child. why is your hand up like you're in a classroom? <laughs> <laughs> you know, she said, tag me, coach. Tag you in. So. That looks like having to really step back and say, God, where am I? Where am I? Am I building for us or am I needing to build for me? Because that was where I was. I was trying to build for everybody. And then God was like, no, I got that. I just need you to build for you. I need you to build yourself up because we can't really. Question, Tiffany, when God told you that you had to do it for you, how did you feel? 
it it was hard because for me at that time I was not I, God was still working on the people pleasing part of me. God mm-hmm. was still working on the caregiver part of me. God was still working on the um um like I want to uh be the savior for everybody and I mm-hmm. want to see everybody win part of me. But God had to help me to say, if you can't win for yourself, how are you going to win for everybody else? So I need you to build. And when I think about it, you have to think about Nehemiah. Nehemiah was vexed when he found out what happened within his in his land. He was vexed mm-hmm. at what happened within in Jerusalem. He had to get himself together before he was able to go. Because if he have went the way he was, depressed, he was so depressed that the king said, you know, what's going on? Your countenance is low. Like, what's the problem? You know, this ain't how you you, you used to do. You come bring a cup, you're like upbeat. What's going on? And if he would have went depressed, he'd have been, oh, Lord, they done burnt them. You know, what's going on? But he had to gather himself and get himself together before he could able to go and stand on the wall with a sword and some tools to be able to put forth the plan to help them rebuild the wall. And then not to mention having the haters on the other side of the wall because they would rather for you be in a place of desolate and despair than they would rather see you rise up again because your weakness and your vulnerability and your um, dysfunction they can thrive in because yeah. then they can control mm-hmm. you. And so you have to get yourself together and so that's why i was like okay so help me to focus on me and i seen the houses burning i seen the spiraling out i seen that i had to watch it but at the same time god was like i got that let let me help you build up you you gotta be built up and healed and i have to bring i have to dig up some dead bones i have to go to where the residue resides i have to expose you to how you allow the enemy rightful uh place in your marriage in your home in your finances i had to i gotta show you everything and Mm -hmm. so now on the other side of that now the responding well part is when i do get to a place of like this week, this week was a, a bit hard and I had to vent and I had to get that off of me. But it was a reason for that because God is like, don't because see what we do is we get to the I'm healed and we'll ignore something popping up. He said he will continue to do the work in us until the yeah. day of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So there are some things that we're going to have to continue to walk through. There are going to be some things that, yes, we may be healed and whole. But like you said earlier, Takesha, the enemy does not change how he comes at us. So he's going to keep coming back to see it's in the word. When you're cleansed of all that stuff and you're delivered, that spirit is going to roam around to see if it can find somewhere else to go. But if it can't find nowhere else to go, it's going to come back to what's familiar. And then he's going to bring his friends and say, well, let's see if I can I can deal with it. it, it, it off, I can it set something off. off. If I can spark something that used to trigger her to see if I can get back. So you're going to have to be able to, when that comes yeah. up, Cause I had a situation and I literally had to get to a place of crying out to God. Like, I just need to hear from you. I just need to hear from you. And because God looks at our heart, he knew what I needed. He knew I needed the word. He knew I needed some strategy. I couldn't say it, but he knew that I needed to know, okay, what am I doing? Because I feel like I want to give up. I feel like this is too much. I feel like I didn't have enough. Like how long I cannot continue to move forward in this. And he sent the word. 
and reminded me, you told me you need to hear from me. And that word was not just encouraging, but it kind of helped me to kind of say, okay, you know, I, I had to get my footing back. I could stand back up. I could dust myself off and realize that, oh, oh okay, okay, I'm back. I'm, I'm back. back. I'm back. I had a little small I still don't like it. Yeah, because you got to think about Mike Tyson, uh, Muhammad Ali, all the greats. They had a moment of a knockout, but they had to get back up. Yeah. There was a process. And so that had to happen for me. But God had to let me know, like, don't don't think you so healed that when the enemy comes back at you, you looking like, oh, no, that ain't for me. Because then that that right there can still allow him to come in because now you're being deceived. Yes. And you know that this, okay. They when you see it, God, help pull me out help. the sword. Take its yeah. head off. And don't, yeah, and don't it allow it to me any, and nothing any type me. of, yes, any type of, you know, closeness or any range. Don't ignore it. Because one thing that I've learned about the enemy is that what you do not address he continues to progress. Ooh, so say that again. What you don't address, he continues to progress. He'll make it bigger and bigger and bigger. Because one thing about the enemy, he does not like to be ignored. And if we want, if we, you say, well, how does he not like one to be ignored? Look around. Look at pride. They have the biggest thing. He Anything that the enemy does, it's got to be on the grandstand. So everybody he, can see Everybody it. can see. So he don't, if if you start with the little thing and then it gets bigger and it get bigger and it get bigger and it get bigger because you ignore me. you. Yeah. And so he continues to want to progress something in your life, you know, and he'll continue to add more and add more and add more because you're not addressing it. But once you address it and you let him know, that's not you you ain't i need you to understand because like last night i had to sit here and have a conversation with him and i said you just a stupid stupid boy because i come when i speak to him i speak to him from the warrior like yeah. you don't understand like my daddy told me i don't have to call for warrior angels they are assigned to me they know who i am they so hear. all i gotta do is put the war cry out and they like whoop we i have the ride or die crew like and literally. we ain't dying. You and are. they ain't dying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have those riders that'll be like, hey, we finna pull up. Pull up game is very strong and very quick. Yeah. So when I understood who I was and I had to understand who he is, then it's like, okay, when I do have those feelings and I am feeling a form of defeat, I have to cry out to my daddy and say, I feel defeated. So then those can cover me and he can put the shield around me like you cover her. Y'all go do this. You know what I'm saying? And so that way I can regain myself yeah. and get back on my feet to get back up. But if I didn't address it, like if I, cause, and then the reason why I have to do that and that's part of my process of change because I was a suffering silence. I mm -hmm. sat in a marriage of domestic violence and nobody knew. I went to church every day and put on the face and hallelujah and speaking in tongues and all of that and all the while just got beat on my way to church. So I had, I knew that that's what, that was something God was like, no, you are going to literally cry out. You're not going to sit here and suffer in silence because as I suffer in the silence, that's where the enemy wore that, you know, ain't nobody hearing you. Don't nobody want to, 
you know, talk, ain't nobody paying attention. You said nobody it. He thrived it. in your dysfunction. He did. Just like Whitney, the, the thriving. He and the, did. Yeah. He did because I never addressed it. So he continued to amplify himself in it to where I was so consumed because even though God, like, well, some people may say, well, God should have known he could have, he could have come and rescue you. Yes. But God said, cry out to me because some people, when you, it's just like, when you're trying to help somebody out of something and they like, buy your business, this ain't got nothing to do with you. They want to stay in that dysfunction. Mm -hmm. And so that's the same way we do God. We get so used to the dysfunction and our pain, them little pet demons that we just like, mind your business. I'm good. And he like, well, dang, I, I, I'm seeing that you, you got, you got some you're not good. over here. I'm trying to come you're over not here, good. but you tell me to mind. So he like, okay. You know that that's what you want to do. I'm telling you, I got the squad behind me. They 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 suited and booted, but you don't want it. But yeah. he had to tell me, like, no, that's not okay. You don't have to suffer in silence. If no one sees you, I see you. And he confirmed that for me um this week. Because I as I was watching my instrumental um listening to it. Out of my peripheral, I seen a face, and I was like, "Oh shoot!" Because you know, y'all know. Here you go. Here you go. Then I'm like, "Wait a minute!" So it scared me, and I was, I kind of turned and looked because my TV is right here. I'm in the living room, so I turned, and as the the music was coming on, the face was it was getting brighter and brighter and brighter, and I just looked and I just stopped and I literally just looked into the eyes of the depiction of Jesus. And then a song came to my mind because I'm a worshiper. So, you know, worship and all of that is my strength as well. And I just thought about like, one day I'm going to really see your face face to face. And just I him. I won't sing the song. Yeah. And he was, he was just, the picture was just looking at me. Ugh. And so when I paused it, the, the description of it, the title of it was, I see you. But the whole time, time I was praying before I did that, I thank God. I said, because you see me. I said, mm -hmm. because I'm in a world of people, you know, within my world that don't, they look at me, but they don't see me. Mm -hmm. They don't know who I am. They don't see Tiffany. And you do. You see me for who I am. And when I paused it, because I wanted to, um, I think somebody called it something, but I had paused it and it said, I see you. And that was one of the things that he was, that was an encounter for me. Because he was like, I see you. I know that you're there. I'm confirming that I see you. I know everything that's going on. And then he had to remind me, I came to your home. I showed you me being in your home to let you know that I come for you. I see you. I'm here. You know, I'm holding you by your right hand. And we all know the right hand is the the hand of authority. So I'm my hand is connected to your hand to know that you got all power and authority. I don't leave mm -hmm. you. Hallelujah. And I'm like, okay, so I can I can bounce back, you know, and I had to text my sister later on, like I slipped today, but I'm back on my feet. And and um and you can choose not to answer this on camera or not. Why did you say that you slipped? I meant to text you that back that, but I think I got late. It got late after I saw that. Why did you text y'all I slipped today, but I'm okay, or whatever you said? But because I, I, I remember I was going back and forth. I didn't respond mm, okay. well. So Gotcha. My okay. thing is that when I know that it's not something for me to, because God is, well, he'll tell me when and not when to respond and when not to respond. Gotcha. And okay. so okay. when I responded, 
and I knew I, I knew I wasn't supposed to respond, yeah. but I pushed through and I was like, no, nah, you know? And so that's why I said I slipped because I gotcha. had to repent for that. I had to be like, I, I didn't, I didn't do well today. And he was like, no, you didn't. But you know, but I still love gonna, you. It's okay. Yeah, we're gonna get it right again. We're gather together because he he's he told me when I crossed over into the month of August that I was walking in my new my true new beginning. Oh, and he man. said, Your new beginning begins in your mind. Oh so you Jesus. even though you may not see it, it's already a new beginning. So you need to walk and present yourself and talk and speak and and see and all of that. As you know, in your you're already in your new beginning. It does not have to be tangible for you to be in your new beginning. And I feel like we get that so caught up in this is the eighth month. I'm in my new beginning, and then we like where, where is it at? And that's the from? process in the and mind then, that we talked about from the yeah. beginning. If mm -hmm. we don't process in our minds first, we won't. Nothing's going to change. Nothing is going to change. We won't begin to see it from the perspective of the Lord. And, and for you to have that opportunity, Tiffany, and I bless God for you sharing your testimony this morning of when that battle does get thick, when that battle does get hard, when it seems like it's too much and you are backed into a corner. There are times that we do fail in the sense because we respond in kind. Yeah. <clears throat> Reckless bet, right? Like you, you know, we respond in kind. And so the fact that you were still able um, what I think is so beautiful is that you didn't turn from the Lord. You turned to him. It was like, right. Mm -hmm. Right. We often find ourselves when we, we are in situations that we don't know how to get out of. We kind of just turned from the Lord. Like this might be too much for him or, you know, but I'm still in it. You know, he's not going to forgive that was me. me. Yeah. That yeah. Was me at one point in time, I felt like, you know, I done messed up. I'm going to have to fix this before I Same. go back. You know, and so I, that was me. That was part. That was part of all of who I was. Same. And then just to get on the other side of it, I'm. It, it, he kept coming to me, like you know, cast your cares on me. You know, what I'm saying we just did that. You know, a little series on that last month, and then even you know after that, he just kept reminding me, just give it to me. Like you know, when your day is all out of whack. I'm like, you know what? Let me start putting these principles together because God be really dropping gems on us and we be sitting yeah. here like, oh no, I need strategy. And he was like, I just gave you a, a sentence yesterday. You ain't even used that. So he when he told me like, in my devotion, and I highly recommend, where's the, it's in my room. I highly recommend y'all to get the devotion Jesus is calling. Because when I say that lady was sitting in the throne room. See, I don't <laughs> Oh, she did come in. Hey, yeah, he, he gone. <laughs> he had uh, look, this is my hand in the background. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, like, Don't be showing my brother away. No, because even when I'm on video at work, like I have, I have a, a um, what you call it, a back screen, not back screen, like a virtual image behind me. So yeah. if he walks in, you don't see him. But this is my hand always in the back. Like I'm on video. I'm on video. Like back up. That is so funny. <laughs> That is but you know, okay, we, you so, yeah, that makes sense though. You why you why it. now it makes sense because I didn't really understand. That's why I didn't respond because I didn't understand. Then I forgot to ask you, and then a, a whole nother day happened. So there's that. But uh, you know what? It's not far removed. So in the scriptures, um, there was one point where all I could read was Psalms 18. 
Like mm-hmm. that's all I was reading. And I remember as you were talking, uh, Tiffany, where you were like, it was just too much, right? We all find ourselves there. And Psalms 18 um, verses 17 through 19 in the King James Version, it says, he delivered me from my strong enemy and from them which hated me, for they were too strong for me. There are situations in our lives that are going to be too strong for us, right? And the scripture goes on in day 18. I mean, in verse 18, that says, they prevented me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my stay. So there are some situations that's going to seem like it's holding us down. It's binding us. It's keeping us from moving forward. But the Lord is our stay. And in verse 19, it says, and he brought me forth also into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me, letting us know that no matter how thick the battle gets, that God is with us. And he's going to take us up out of that situation and put us in a large place. But while we are in that situation, when it seems like our enemy is too strong for us, like Tiffany said, I have to release the war cry. We have to release the war cry and say, Lord, help me. Right. I I have been fasting. I have been praying. I do not want to. Tiffany has been saying it for I don't even know how long that God has been saying, respond well, respond well respond well. Like, Lord, I am doing the best that I can to respond well. This is hard. This help me, right? Submit up to God so that he can put you in a large place. And that large place is for us to be able to see either God is going to remove us completely from the situation, excuse me, or he's going to put us above the situation so that we can see, oh, so enemy, you trying to play with my family. I see how you try, like God will give us a supernatural advantage to see the situation for what it is. So even when we're in the thick of it, we can make a decision. Mm-hmm. I don't, we don't have to be reactive in this place. Now we can be proactive. Now the enemy is playing checkers, but now God has given us chess strategy, right? Mm-hmm. Which needs our movements and our timing and our thinking is way above anything that he can ever try to do to us. Which like Tiffany said, when you see the enemy creeping and something comes up, that you ain't dealt one in a long time. Don't be like, mm, that's stupid. No, pull out your sword and take its head off. I send you back into the pit of hell where you came from. You will die by fire today. And that enemy I just saw, I won't see no more. That is the promises of the Lord, right? A thousand gonna fall on one side, 10,000 at my right hand, but you ain't coming close to me or my family. We have to take that position and that stand consistently and continually because as you were talking about the enemy, like if you don't, you said, um, uh, what we don't address, um, he pro- he continues to pro- progress, right? Mm-hmm. When you think about that progression, right? This is what I saw as you were saying that. Like, you know how like um, when you were a little kid and you're playing red light, green light, mm-hmm. and the person got to turn their back and they'd be like, red light, and you got to hurry up and stop or if you get caught, you out the game. Mm-hmm. But while their back is turned, you try to sprint to them as fast as you can. That's what I saw the enemy doing. Like, when we turn around, he's like, I'm here. I'm not here. She don't see me. She don't see me. I'm not here. But as soon as you turn your back, he's like creeping, creeping to get closer Mm -hmm. and closer to you. And before you know it, he's on your back and you're like, how did this come back? Right. How did, how did this come back? How did, how did this get up on me? And it's because our back was turned. But I think that's why as women and men, God has called many of us to be watchmen in our families for Mm -hmm. us to be able to see when this enemy is trying to creep up on us. Right. So that we can, that God will give us a plan of attack. Like even if I think it was either in first Kings or second Kings, I can't remember where the Lord told the army to dig ditches 
Right. It didn't even make sense. Yeah. It didn't even yeah. make sense. And so why would you be digging a ditch and these people are coming to kill you? It right. doesn't even make sense. That's just like marching around the wall of Jericho seven times. Like, God, sense. what kind of battle strategy is this? What kind of battle quiet. strategy is this? Like, literally, you quiet. Be quiet. Don't say nothing. Just walk around. Don't say nothing. What kind for myself when the Lord told me to put honey on my lips? What kind of battle strategy is this? God is playing chess, right? God is playing chess the whole time. The enemy is trying to get your king, right? He's trying to, oh, I'm a I'm a take her. And God is playing chess, like baby, you ain't you ain't about to get close. You thought you advanced. When my back was turned because I was defeated, I was deficient, right? I was in my own world. You <clears throat> thought you advanced, but baby, when I turn around, it's a wrap for you. Game it's over. And it's so like the Wakanda wall. Like you can't see the Wakanda wall. You can't see the wall of defense what that's Wakanda? around me because I'm I'm letting the I'm letting God know this one right here is coming back. And, and, and you know, Daddy, like this was an issue for me. So I need you to help me on that. And he like, oh, you you got a, I'm a wall around about you. I got yes. you covered. So he can't see it, but let him get close and see what happens. You know what I'm they saying? He's not it. gonna be able to penetrate it what I've penetrate. already put behind. But if you don't be if you're not using wisdom to be like, hold on, this look like is this what it is? Because sometimes this is not that. Sometimes he'll be showing you something to kind of let you understand the maturity and where you are and tell you fight you know like no fight i'm i'm let i'm this is a training moment because there were some moments in my process where he would bring forth stuff up and he's like no you need to kill it and i'm like daddy you do it and he's like no you, you need it. to kill it because it needs to understand who you are you the in lucifer and his homeboys need to know your name period just as well as he knows mine he needs to know your name because that was what he asked and about he he told them jesus we know Peter, we know, you know, we know, know Paul. Like, who, who are you? Who are you? And he, they, they, they devoured that man. All but we won't be devoured. We, we won't be devoured. Come we on, know. Know. Nothing about you. Like they, in they within themselves. Keep your word, child. Keep your word. Live yeah, it. because Live it. So when Keep he it. told me that, he said the enemy has to. He told me. He said the enemy knows your name. And the enemy knows that you won't fight now. So he's not going to come to you any kind of way. So you got to pay attention to all things. Because now he's going to know she she, she not going to cry over that. So dang, we don't even know. Like to the point to where he allowed me to hear a council meeting that they were having on strategy on how are we able to. We can't. We can't. She reading. She reading this book. And y'all need to read this book right here. I'm telling y'all. Y'all need to. Let me oh, mine is on the side. I gotta start reading it. I have it. I ordered. You it. need to read. I got book. it. What was I say? Deliver. Hold, hold it back up, Tiff. Yes. Deliverance from, from demonic, demonic covenants yes, and, curses. and curses. Okay. It's a you book need, club. It's a book club recommendation. You need to read that book. That book yep. is by Reverend Sol um um Joshua Solomon. Is, uh, James Solomon. James. James Solomon. Okay. Who was a third? Who was part of a third generation uh, witch doctor family in Nigeria? Very prominent, and these people went to church faithfully every Wednesday and Sunday, and was serving in the church. And let that be a lesson. Not everybody at church is for the church. Show like okay. That's all I'm saying. But y'all need to read that book because if you are, we're all called to be warriors, but some yeah. some of us have to go a little bit deeper than others. Yep. 
But if you know that God has called you truly to his army as a warrior, and also and if you're an intercessor, you are a warrior. Mm-hmm. Because you got to, that's a, that's a whole other situation. But that book right there gives so much strategy. And I'm literally like, I have to finish it because I couldn't really just read through it and indulge. Yeah, it's not the kind of I, book that you read no. like a like a novel. No, so no. it's one of them start and stop books. Like you start, and, yes, but you get you getting downloads, you getting revelation. You gotta write yes, some stuff down. You need to go pray some stuff know. off. It's one of yes, those type of books. Yes, Got gotcha. you. Okay. Yes, okay. Yes. It's a process in the book. Going through that book, and he was like, "Stop doing now. Break it now. Destroy it now. Renouncing it. Repent now." So it was like you had to go through that book and doing all of that on the yeah. bloodline and everything. So no, you you mm-hmm. gotta flow through that. You. You can't just be like, mm-hmm. this is a that is not your typical, that's not a typical self-help book. And that is a strategy book. book. Hold the mm-hmm. book up again. And so for for our audio only listeners, the book is called Deliverance from Demonic Covenants and Curses by Reverend James A. Solomon. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get it on Amazon. And he currently lives in Atlanta. He's in Atlanta. Okay. I think he has a church in Atlanta. Okay. And yeah, so you can get that book on Amazon. But y'all, we have enjoyed this conversation on today. Yes. I know the title said, um, dang, what was our title? Um, our title today was The Process of Change. So I know our title says The Process of Change, but this was really a uh, free-for-all conversation, if you yeah. will, because we talked about, you know, the, the, the folks in Alabama we talked about the devil being stupid. We talked about a lot of stuff today. So. Let's run this title back next week. Yeah, we, we're, we're going to actually talk about the process of change next week. And well, we're we going to call it a part two. We did. Because we really yeah. did talk we about did. it. Because I you know, gave my, because that's my process. The process of change now when it came to Alabama. Because those people, got, that was a change. Because normally people would sit there and take it. You got to think about it. Back in the 50s and 60s, they had to take it. And they they got way more worse than what he did within mm-hmm. that in that place. But now he he that they that whole attitude changed because they was like, you know what, we sick of y'all, and we got to have y'all. So it 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 was we we did not. One thing y'all have to notice about us three, it may seem random, but it's always on top. So listen, we we are the most randomest <laughs> yet. It is organized, we are yet strategic people that y'all will ever meet. Yeah. This is a listen, this is literally a regular conversation on a Tuesday morning for us. Yes, it is. While we making smoothie bowls and while we making smoothie cooking, bowls and eggs and sausage. Like some good breakfast like yes. this. What you what you want? Jerry and <laughs> chefing it up, making her eggs, seven Yelling over there somewhere. This is yeah. and dirtying up my clothes. Yeah, it'd it be a whole thing. So this is nothing. This is nothing um, out of the ordinary for us. This is this we is told y'all we were inviting y'all to our FaceTime conversations. But we said that Dear Christian Black Girl was an invitation for y'all to be in on our FaceTime calls. We meant that literally, because that's literally what this is. But we love y'all so much. We thank y'all 
for rocking with us. We know that uh, sometimes, you know, stuff gets hard. We know that sometimes it don't always make sense. And sometimes change is necessary, but it ain't easy. And we're going to finish talking about that next week. But we have enjoyed this conversation on today. We pray that you have enjoyed it too. Um, if you find that you're in a situation where you just feel like the enemy is just doing a whole lot. Y'all, I am looking at Takesha in the background. And sis is dancing. Y'all can't see her because I'm on screen by myself. But sis is getting her two-step in, in her chair. Anyway, we love y'all so much. We will be back with another episode on next week. So make sure that you tune in. Um, if you know somebody that doesn't really want to watch the YouTube video, make sure you send them to our Spotify, Apple, Google, all them places because we are everywhere. We told y'all we are your international, your favorite international podcast. So again, I am your host, Jerry Alicia, and this has been an episode of Dear Christian Black Girl. We love y'all. Bye.